What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Top 5 at 5 with your host, Johnny Quest. Today's Tuesday, March 2nd. Here's what you missed while you were busy researching Vernon Jordan all day and honoring his legacy. All right, we're going to start today with some foreign policy stuff. Yeah, I missed this story yesterday, but over the weekend, the U.S. government declassified intelligence service documents that basically spelled out America has determined that MBS, Mohammed bin Salman, the de facto ruler of Saudi Arabia, was the one person responsible for the killing of American resident and journalist Jamal Khashoggi in 2018. To the surprise of Absolutely no one. But the reason that this is a story is because, well, if you just assumed that the Biden administration would be the complete opposite of the previous one, well, you're in for a long four years. Why? I mean, while we knew Trumpito didn't give two shits about who killed Khashoggi, and he definitely knew. He didn't want to mess up with the arms sales to Saudi Arabia, as well as some of the peace talks that Jared was working on. But with Uncle Joe, many wrongfully assumed that if his administration was declassifying this to tell the world that we know MBS was responsible, then maybe we would do something about it. But, quote, the Biden administration took no direct action against Prince Mohammed. The administration concluded it could not risk a full rupture of its relationship with the kingdom relied on by the United States to help contain Iran, to counter terrorist groups, and to broker peaceful relations with Israel. Cutting off Saudi Arabia could also push its leaders toward China. Instead, they announced travel and financial sanctions on other Saudis involved in the killing and on members of the Royal Guard who protect the crown prince. End quote. Yeah, no one's happy about this. Republicans, Democrats, none. Adam Schiff is even quoted as saying, this is an official U.S. government statement that the crown prince of Saudi Arabia has blood on his hands and that blood belongs to an American resident and journalist. And I think that's very powerful. There are ways to bring about more personal repercussions without completely rupturing the relationship. End quote. So come on, Unky Joe, you had no problem literally dropping bombs on Syria or direct sanctions against Russia for poisoning their own citizens. Come on, step up to the plate and don't talk to me about backroom deals that are happening that we don't know about. You're sounding like the last tenant. Step it up. Well, I I guess they did it. Unbeknownst to the rest of us, Texas has beaten the vid, Uh, right? I mean, at least that's what one would assume based on what Governor Abbott said today from Montelongo's Mexican restaurant, quote, it is now time to open Texas 100%. Everybody who wants to work should have the opportunity. Every business that wants to be open should be open. The announcement comes after Abbott hinted that his COVID orders could soon be lifted and he would remove the state's mask mandate, end quote. Seriously? Oh, that seems a bit, yeah, I don't know, premature? Very uh, Florida-like of you there, Texas. Quote, wearing a face covering in public is proven to be one of the most effective ways we have to slow the spread of COVID-19, end quote. Yeah, that was the governor just this past October, but not any longer. Quote, it's premature to roll back COVID rules, said Dr. Pete Hotez from Baylor University's medical program. The science says we can vaccinate our way out of this epidemic, and I think in time, as people start getting vaccinated, what will likely happen is that will 
will allow masks to come off, for instance. Not right now. We don't have the full evidence base for it, but it's moving in that direction, end quote. Okay, so yeah, they they didn't beat the vid. But in their heads, it must be over. And, and yeah, we are on the way there. There's definitely lots of optimism right now. But mm, slow down, Papa. The CDC said, quote, we stand to completely lose the hard-earned ground we have gained while they were warning not to relax restrictions just yet, end quote. So listen, Governor, the pupusas and the fajitas can wait just a bit longer for you. First, they came for your Mr. Potato Head and you said nothing. Now, they come for your beloved Dr. Seuss. Okay, I'm obviously being hyperbolic here and doing my best Ben Shapiro impression, but there's hype right now over Dr. Seuss Enterprises, the company that publishes his books. Well, they decided to remove six books from their roster. Well, why? Well, they said, quote, they portray people in ways that are hurtful and wrong. The books have been criticized for how they depict Asian and black people, end quote. Okay, I can already imagine. Having seen some of the crazy adult artwork of Dr. Seuss and then learning how he wrote and starred in a blackface minstrel show back in his college days, I'm not exactly shocked some of his older material portrayed others in a bad light. But you know, I, I couldn't recall any of it from my younger days. So what exactly is the cause of all this frustration? Hmm. Quote, for example, a character described as Chinese has two lines for eyes, carries chopsticks and a bowl of rice, and wears traditional Japanese-style shoes. Or... Two men, said to be from Africa, are shown shirtless, shoeless, and wearing grass skirts as they carry an exotic animal, end quote. Okay, I mean, not the worst or overtly racist thing. I mean, it's not Disney here, but not the best look. But I just, I don't really don't remember any of that. Which books were these again? Cat in a Hat, Green Eggs and Ham, Horton Hears a Who? Nope. The two biggest names on this list are, and to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street, and If I Ran the Zoo. Also included in the permanent shelving are McElegate's Pool, On Beyond Zebra, Scrambled Eggs Super, and The Cat's Quizzer. Honestly, I've never heard of any of these. Will they be missed? I don't know. You want to read them? I'm sure they're in the library. Now, is cancel culture going nuts? Yeah, but here, I don't know, not a, not a big deal. And, and they weren't exactly canceled. The publishing company made this decision last year. They just waited to announce it today because it's his birthday. Oh, and, and by the way, the, the potato head thing, that's not a thing either. They're still selling the Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. They're just also selling an additional non-gender specific one called Potato Head for kids. Because, you know, it's a toy. Get over yourself, boomer. Am I too old to say that? I don't know. Anyways, moving on, Microsoft held their Ignite virtual conference today, and they introduced a number of new things, but the main one getting the buzz today is called Microsoft Mesh, a virtual meeting room that will be integrated right into Microsoft Teams. So you think those hourly video conference calls suck now? Imagine feeling like you're actually in the room with that coworker that just gets right under your nerves every time they bite their nails, because that's the future Microsoft is bringing to us, quote, Mesh is a collaborative platform that allows anyone to have shared virtual experiences on a variety of devices. This has been the dream for mixed reality. The idea from the very beginning, explains 
Lyons Kipman, you can actually feel like you're in the same place with someone sharing content, or you can teleport from different mixed reality devices and be present with people even when you're not physically together. Initially, Mesh will present people as virtual avatars, you know, a cartoon version of yourself. But Mesh will eventually support what Microsoft calls holoportation, allowing people to appear as themselves in a virtual space, end quote. Yeah, and it looks freaky in their promo video. Very Star Trek-y. I don't know, but listen, I wouldn't get too hyped because for now, this relies on using their $3,500 HoloLens 2, although other VR headsets are planned for the future. And check it out. I've been lucky enough to actually try on and demo a HoloLens 2. And let me tell you, if you can see the hologram, it does look pretty cool. But the field of view is so small. I mean, you have to be looking at this specific three-inch square in the middle of your eyesight while wearing a non-trivial headset. So I don't know. It's still early days for this stuff. Maybe in five years, I'll eat my hat and bite my tongue, but not in 21. Sorry. But check out the video in the show notes. All right, and last, your inspiration story of the day. Now, we spoke last week about the Mars Perseverance rover landing with great success on the Red Planet after years of prototyping and planning. But what you may not know is who was running point? And, you know, after binging the first season of For All Mankind on Apple TV+, Plus, I feel like I at least recognize the importance of many of these titles, so I know the flight director is running the show. And what's important about this flight director? Well, for one, she's a woman, which is pretty rare, and that already sets her apart. But more interesting is she's a Latina who immigrated to the U.S. at the age of 17. Yeah, Diana Trujillo worked her way up through the NASA Academy after working her way through college cleaning homes. In fact, she arrived in the United States with only $300 in her pocket. So the most inspirational part of this article that I'll link in the show notes as well was this quote, I saw everything coming my way as an opportunity. I didn't see it as, I can't believe I'm doing this job at night or I can't believe that I'm cleaning. I I can't believe that I'm cleaning a bathroom right now. It was just more like I'm glad that I have a job and I can buy food and have a house to sleep. And so I think that all of those things make me and even today help me see life differently. I see it more as every instant I need to be present because every instance matters. End quote. Cheers to you, Diana, and way to represent for mi gente y la raza. Well, my beautiful people, those are my top five news stories of the day. Not a lot else to talk about here in the bonus news section, so I'll let you guys go early. Thanks once again for listening to the show. If you have a moment, since you have a little bit of extra time now, maybe leave a little review over on Apple Podcasts. If you're not subscribed, consider subscribing and consider telling your friends how they can get their daily TLDR of the news over at top5at5.com or on their favorite podcast app. Now, we'll talk again tomorrow. As always, remember that you should stay focused, stay proud, and stay dedicated in all you do. If you're looking for a quick update, catch up with Quest, because you know I got you with the news. 